Hello. Uh, I'd like to thanks, thank myself for recommending myself for this position. Um, feels great. feels great to have been awarded this position. Some people are just authentic or like you would, you would have a hard time matching their authenticity. I don't know if I am authentic or if I'm, uh, like fake. I don't really know, but it would kind of depend on what you like more. Like if you're authentic, you can kind of be consistent as the same thing and you don't have to hide behind anything. But like being fake can make you just as successful um, and you can hide behind everything. But it's like being just as successful, but being able to hide as everything or like or, or like morph into anything that you want temporarily, say, like speak for many different niche audiences or many different voices. If you're successful at being fake, then you're just going to like unidentified if you're successful at being authentic then you're more identified that's an original this is original theory from the identity podcast um it's just this is like set in stone this is real when i say when i speak on like things like that then uh, i'm t i'm referencing theory that i created and then so you have to believe it so um just all of the things that I've said so far, if you would please go so far as to believe every single one of them, that would be awesome. I would love it, but um, you might be in a you might be in a world of delusion or something if you did that, especially trying to figure out what I meant completely. Don't don't believe what I'm saying. I just like I'm not to be believed in in reality. It shouldn't be like that. Um, why the motherfuck should I be believed? Uh, answer me that. Like, I just wonder if I could do this that I'm doing now in front of a live audience. That would be cool. I just, like, I'm not courageous enough to uh, attempt to do that because I don't want to, um, I don't want to ruin anybody's night because I'm not that, I'm not that bold I wish that I was more. I try to accelerate myself in the direction of increased boldness. And it doesn't really, it doesn't always pay off. Like um, the rate that I accelerate is, has been so slow, like that I try to get into things. It's just retardation factor. I, get, I must be getting retarded. Oh, well. I already talked about the good doctor, I think. I, I don't remember. It's just that, like, if the good doctor on that TV show, the good doctor is autistic. If that's the good doctor, then the best doctor is, like, must be full-blown retarded. According to the way that that show works. The best doctor is like, Duh. I did one of those, I did one of those motions, I apologize. But I'm allowed to do that because I'm retarded. So... I'd, unless you have, unless you are more retarded than I am, I really don't want to hear anything back about it. Like, and you're like, you're going to have to prove that you have the experience of being more retarded than me. Like you're going to have to do an impression of the thing that I did. And then I'll judge whether or not you are, you're, uh, have the authority over it. So if you can, uh, complain about me being that, that's like, I'm trying to adapt a, that's something that I wanted to say on stage, but I'm trying to adapt it for this podcast. Now I'm nervous about adapting it. Speaking of like, like you also, you also can't talk about being nervous because it's the same thing as embarrassment. In case you listen to some of my theory and my dialogues on embarrassment, um, you know, it's the same thing. That's it, like, you, you got to believe that you got to believe it. Um, it's the same thing. Like you can't say that you are nervous because like, oh, you're nervous about something because that's going to make everybody else nervous. It's like, oh, everybody's trying to be relaxed. You know, everybody's like, Hey dude, people are going to get pissed at you for not bringing on a chill environment. In most cases, everybody wants you to relax because we're like, 
Everyone just wants you to go to sleep. It's kind of like the people that want you to stay inside during the pandemic and wear masks and like not make any noise anymore and just act like a person who's sleeping while walking around and like not nobody hears from you because maybe you're just sleeping at your house. Um, people want you. I mean, it's people that that's the problem. Oh, it's fucking people again. People are going to come after you. It's like uh, people, you know. Yeah, you can't really say that you're nervous because everyone, like, because it's kind of, uh, maybe the contagiousness of it is too assumed or people are too afraid of nervousness that they're, like, superstitiously think that nervousness is always going to cause nervousness in other people. Or, or um, like... Or I would definitely think that also. I could speak for people. I can speak for myself. I would also feel like maybe I superstitiously uh, think that nervousness makes other people nervous. But it it probably does. But like it depends on how you deliver the nervousness. But it's like uh, society maybe doesn't get to approach nervousness. That's why people have a fear of public speaking because you don't want to fall into one of these holes where it's like, or it's like, uh, now you're just a glitch in reality where you don't even, uh, appear as anything to the person watching you. Like you did something so tremendously stupid that you're out of anybody's like possible recognition of it that you like, nobody could even recognize what you did. If you did something so terrible, public speaking, like getting nervous, like that's a, one of the holes you can't fall into because people will see your nervousness. You're like, oh, the ner like you're just not allowed to uh, go into that territory normally. So you're like, oh, that's why I have a fear of public speaking or have had it in the past. It's just like people don't want you don't want people to see you be nervous. Isn't that always the problem, really? Isn't that always it? And it's like, um then it's just because of a taboo of nervousness in society where people are like afraid of it. And so we kind of shun it. And then it's ugly when it appears like to our society, maybe just because America doesn't want you to look that way. Or it's just kind of like how we don't like ugly people or like, obviously it's just like popularly speaking, you're gonna like, you know, like pretty people popularly and but then uh, I'm just saying nervousness you don't like you get get it out of here because people don't it's the same just any environment like people who make successful podcasts they don't they're not going to introduce awkwardness into it because they're trying to create a relaxed environment for the person watching it it's fucking it's bananas because it's almost like never introducing a horror element into it or something like that. It, like everything just remains on this positive side. Like it only happens in this one half of the space with like a positive and they don't, there's a negativity that they need that who needs that anybody need any podcast that I, I'm just saying like negativity probably Probably is more the future, like the generation of podcasting that is above mine, I'd say, like people in their 30s and 40s that do podcasting, they are, they started off by doing positivity in like the same way as the progression of popular music. Well, I don't know. It was always negative and positive progression of popular music. But, um, podcasting anyway, I mean, that's, that was something I was just about to completely make up, but it's not, uh, it's not like, it's not like what I'm saying the entire time isn't something I'm, I'm making up. It's just that different ways of delivering it are accurate. So they don't, so that so it's like it doesn't then it doesn't get made up and then it, as long as you just keep saying new things you know then it's not made up but it's kind of like fall into the same patterns the same routines i mean that's really rough 
that can be so the roughest when you fall into the same patterns, the same routines. I believe it, yeah. Um, the same patterns, the same routines, that's rough on you. So you got to do, you got to get out of that. And then um, it's just that like, um, it's just that that consistency and that focus and that drive is what you have to have. It's that drive and it's powering through it. It's, it's enduring. It's, it's going until the last second, until the last bell. It's all, it's, and it's being your best self. It's not um, blaming the other guy. It's not about that. It's about like placing yourself in the situation to, f to match the situation and think about who, what your opponent is and then how you're going to fight it. But it's like in your preparation. Um, no, I don't want to fall in the same patterns and the same routines because that gets pretty rhetorical, but it's like rhetorical. It's just that I don't, it's really just a matter of what I want because rhetorical isn't bad. It's just kind of more authentic and identified like, um, rhetorical because, because the more that you say it, or it's like, um, I don't know, it becomes more obvious or identifiable or characteristic of you, or you're making a character of yourself through it. Um, if you say it, if you say something too many times, like uh, when it becomes rhetoric, when you when it's like a repeated statement and then it turns into some sort of rule or some sort of authority at some point because it's like a pattern or a repeated pathway that's known. Um, like when you say something enough times, it just becomes a, it becomes a rhetoric for you, like as a character, especially if it's like we see it with politicians the most or, or news anchors. Um, when they, when they have an agenda or like when, when they have an agenda, it's like something they can't break from. Um, there's, it's like, um, it's rhetoric. It's re 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 repeating it. Red, 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 rhetoric. It's saying it once and then saying it again. Rhetoric repetitiveness repetitive repetition once and then again rep repetition again and again repeating going into the same patterns and the same routines uh it's getting into all that rhetoric same patterns <laughs> the same patterns and the same routines i'm not talking about different ones like when you do the same thing over and over and over again or get into the same patterns and the same routines <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm sorry. I apologize. It's just like um, now it break from the pattern. But I'm just I just like to hold you hostage. But that's what that's what is the aim. I mean, it's kind of like becoming more authoritative through uh, becoming more authentic through doing something too many times. But it's like, do you value obviousity as a person, or do you value uh, differences? It's like, do you value re realness or fakeness as a person? But it's like, um, it behooves me to explain myself rhetorically or using rhetoric or using repeated statements because I don't want to do that because it's a matter of what I want. Like, I don't, I don't want to be real, I don't think. I think I'd rather be fake, right? Aren't we all on board with that? Um, not everybody would be on board with that, but it's it's that way. Like in that same as that in Tame Impala song, and they say it in there. They say it in Tame Impala song that came out a few years ago. That they like uh, what's fake, as opposed to what's real, and that that's like uh, that's a it's a pop culture reference. I I like I like Tame Impala. They're pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm serious. I do. I like Tame Impala. Um, what, what have I, what have I been listening to recently? I, um, 
Well, um, holding you hostage, I'm just like falling into the same patterns and the same routines. Um, I listen to that Rin Weaver album that there's only one of. I listen to that a lot recently. There's only one of that album by Rin Weaver, the singer, and like it's a popular album. And then she made it like six years ago. She hasn't made anything since, and that's kind of interesting. So fuck you, that is interesting. I'm just like listening to people that are getting mad at me for talking about something too specific. Or, um, hmm. Yeah, maybe, maybe like I'm not specific enough, but it's like being specific is kind of like being fake, maybe. Like general, I don't know, as general as maybe more real. Or general could be more fake, but specific should be real. Um, specific, it's just that, like, you wouldn't want to be specific as an entire person. Or at least I wouldn't. It doesn't really matter, like, as long as... As long as Trump's going to be president next the next cycle, then... Um, then we don't have to worry about any of this. So, long live President Trump, and then he's going to... Uh, introduce the thousand-year reign of the Trump empire, and we're all going to reign victoriously um, under his sheltering wings. It's going to be a tremendous utopia, one one the world has never seen before. It's going to be huge. It's going to it's going to be. Um, It's going to be tremendous. You've never seen anything like it. You've never seen anything like it. It's the first time. It's the f first time in all of history that this has ever happened. You've never seen. You'll never see anything like it again. Um, the thousand-year reign of Donald Trump. I can't wait for. <laughs> I can't wait for 2024 to start, so we can get into that. I'm just kidding about that. I don't want to divide audiences. I don't think that I care. I don't I don't care who is the president. Maybe I just won't vote. Let's just not vote. I'm kind of team not vote and uh, get rid of the politicians overall. Stop voting. That's the new libertarian party, okay? Forget the libertarians. It's time to stop voting. That's the party. It already has the majority in America. Over, I mean, it already has more than both the Republican and the liberals individually. I feel like when Trump was president, this country was more loopy. And now Biden is president and everybody just wants to go to sleep. But when Trump was president, I feel like that was just the Joe Rogan heyday. And now things have hit a lull because it's almost like we're back in the Obama years. But when Trump was president, all the conspiracy theorists were given like new strength and new hope. And um, like uh, those, those were the glory days. Like those were some of the best four years that this country has ever seen. And now, now we're in shut eye land as a country. Like, things were fun when the pandemic was happening. Things were a fucking blast. I miss it. And now we're just kind of, like, empty, I think. Now now we've seen... It's kind of like... Um, like, when I drive around and... Get, get this. I'm driving on the freeway and... Um, I'm in one of the lanes. And then I... I'm, like, driving on the freeway. I think... Yes... That's what I'm doing. I'm driving on the freeway, and then one of the lanes ends, and I don't know that the lane is ending until, like, the cones are right in my face. And uh, there's just a semi that's right next to me in the only lane that I can get into. And then um, I, I made it out of the situation without crashing, but it felt like that I was going to die. And then... Um, when I realized that it would be fine, it just was so exhilarating. Like, being on the brink of death 
just like that, um, just like what One Republic says, everything that kills me makes me feel alive. That's what I was trying to channel for you today. That's, that's horrifying. I'm sorry for that. Um, hopefully God doesn't strike me down for ruining a completely good episode by referencing One Republic. But it's like a reference that doesn't kill you, right? I just kind of like to engage in a little bit of self-sabotage anyway. But like referencing self-sabotage, re referencing... Um, yeah, like like referencing vulnerability or something. I guess those are difficult. You wouldn't bring those up in conversation, actually. Because the audience just wants to have a chill-out, chill-ass time. Everything's a fun party. Everything is fun. We're just trying to have fun, man. <laughs> like, you wouldn't reference your vulnerable problems just like... For especially if people that you don't know that much, you're not gonna bring that up in public. That's why you do it in private. But don't do it in private. But I mean, I guess yeah, do it in private for your friends and your soul sisters if you want too. Yeah, you can also share that with your loved ones and those and your dependents. Feel free to share that with your dependents if you wish. Whatever it was that I said. Um, yes, yes, things things were the Wild West when, when it was Donald Trump, and now it's like um, all that loopiness. It's just like there. It's just like really. Um, it's more depressing. It's not as fun because it's it's more rational. I feel like rationality is having fun or something. I think that rationality is coming out of rationality really kind of sucks. That's that's the political nature of things. Rationality really blows. It's not it's not good for anybody. It just makes you fall into the same patterns and the same routines. It makes you go into repetitive circles, same patterns. Once and again, again and again. I mean, how about saying again and again and forever and ever? Talk about the same patterns and the same routines. Once again and again and again. Again and again. Forever. I will forever. Stop. I mean, just say, don't say forever, even. No, no one knows. No one. What? What is forever about up until this point? And all that anybody knows is up until this point. And to assume forever anywhere, to, like, talk about it. For anybody to talk about forever, like they've known it or that they've seen it. When you have seen less than, like, you've seen mathematically zero of it. You've seen mathematically none of it. You can't, nobody gets to talk about forever, like, actually. Um, or say something about it. Because nobody's seen it. Nobody... I, I'm just I'm just talking about knowledge and we're talking we're talking about how talking about how knowledge works. We're talking about how um but it's like it's so right there, you know, knowledge. I realized yesterday that I am a sinner. That's what I realized. I don't know that I ever thought about that in my entire life until, um, I don't know if I ever thought about that my entire life until yesterday, like that I ever really thought that I was a sinner because it's, I realized that I was a sinner. Like I'm allowed to say that, like I've been sinning for years, I think. And maybe just trying to convince myself that I am a sinner because I didn't believe that I was ever, ever, not even when I was a Christian. Um, did I believe that? I don't think because I'm just saying I, I'm, I'm like a narcissist or something. I, I'm like, uh, not, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I know that I'm a sinner and then, um, yeah, it doesn't matter. 
I'm just saying that, like, I know that I was a sinner when I was a Christian, but, like, I didn't, I didn't actually think that I was a sinner. Like, I interpreted praying about that as, like, yeah, forgive me of the sins that I did, but, like, between you and me, I, we both know that it's not like I actually sinned, but also... I feel like the forgiveness of sins is what separates you from the world as a Christian. Like you're you're you live a better life and like you act like you're a Christian whatever you think it is according to the Bible and that separates you from the world and so you're more sinless than people in the world and that's what separates you from them as a Christian is that you're not the sinners. And um in that regard I never thought that I was a sinner. And, uh, like, literally, I don't know that I've ever thought that, like, I'm not like the people in the world, because the point is that I'm praying that to say that I'm not like them. And so, like, I worked it out in my brain that they're, like, I, I'm basically a, ne I'm a never sinner. And so I don't think I ever thought about that I was a sinner, like, literally until yesterday, because I was thinking about, um how one or two people in my life I could describe them to myself as like oh they're kind of like commoners or they like things that common people like or like because there's some things that are like loving dogs are kind of like that's a little bit like act like choosing to act like a commoner like uh like drinking a lot of beer just to feel more like a blue collar person or something like um like I don't know. Like, it might come before it, like, but... I'm saying like too many times. I'm a, I'm a loser. Falling into those same patterns, those same routines. I'm saying that because I'm such a fruit. Damn it. I say like too many times. I can't listen to that, boy. He sounds like a fruit saying like too many times. I hope the desired outcome um for anybody that listens to that and then hears that and then says that and that's a reaction but um you know it's great to have you guys on on this team and let's it, just like um i hope that we all can really band together and um i really pledge my support to this podcast for um for making it and and for what it involves and everybody who has contributed to it um it's the effort was largely our 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 journey um from the beginning so anyway um so i did 33 minutes and so now, fuck off. Bye. See you all in the afterlife. It was nice to um, talk to you all about these things, but no, I'm telling you about how I was a. I didn't realize that I was a sinner, and then I was thinking about how I could describe one or two people in my life as like oh they're a commoner, and then I'm like then the next thing that makes me think is that I am like an elitist or I then I realized that like that's weird that you would have to put them in a camp like that like oh that's actually a thing like they're commoners and I realized like it's kind of unnatural to group anybody that way or like describe somebody like that way and uh unless I am always being an elitist but it's kind of that same thing is that I always thought that I was an elitist or something or I have to describe myself that way but also, like, I think, I think I realized that there's something wrong with that. It's just that it's difficult for me to say that I am actually the other side. And it's kind of like being able to say that you're a sinner. And um, I realized that I am a sinner because I do actually sin and I am actually doing that. Like, I finally realized that I do sin in real life and I am a sinner and can be defined by commonality the same way as somebody who I described to be a commoner. And it's, like, stupid to call anybody that or call anybody a sinner, call anybody a commoner, um, it, because that's dumb 
to label anybody that way, participate in that drama. It isn't necessary that that division, but it's like there's always the division, especially if, especially these fifty fifty ones. Um, it's and it's the it's the separation of good and evil sort of sort of narrative. But if you look at the separation of good and evil appearing in like one of the most original stories, and then that is a template for a lot of things, I guess. Like probably, it's a template for the separation of a lot of uh, the separation of opposites, like good and evil. Uh, it, I would say that it's representative of like a separation of opposites. And, um, that's a, that's a metaphor. I guess I don't feel like, I don't feel like interpreting the Bible today and that's all right. I don't always feel like interpreting the Bible. It's not every day. And like, I can, it's just that I can't expect myself to wake up every single day and be that person that interprets the Bible for a recording for other people to hear at, on, on the internet. Um, yeah, like same patterns same routines but it's like you you rely on the same routines sometimes if you can't come up with new material if you can't materialize more things you're gonna have to you're gonna have to rely on rhetoric or patterns and um uh, because you're like well you rely on it but you can also go like completely in that direction of relying on a pattern and then then it like becomes something special because of the level of authenticity because you're like always able to speak on the authority of the thing that you've done a hundred times or the thing that you've spent the most time doing or like you actually have that title so like you can be authentic it's like being authoritative authoritative or liking authority um one of the one of the three or four of those it's sort of like being authoritative, yeah. It's a little bit like being authoritative, yada-da-da. What do you know about authenticity inside of your body every day and every night, yeah. I think you already know about it. Of course you do. Of course you motherfucking do. Yeah. Holy, holy descriptions, Batman. That wasn't funny or ironic. What I just ended that with. <laughs> it wasn't anything. I think that that's another one of those that God's going to have to like strike me the fuck down for saying stupid things that ruin an otherwise perfectly good episode. Um, yes, but so like I've been sinning for years and then I finally realized that, oh, I do actually get to say that I am, I am a sinner and it's great to feel that way. I think that, um, I think that Jesus is... A parable for something like Jesus told all these parables I think that people should figure out what Jesus is a parable for I think that Jesus is I think that what Jesus means is that if you sin you live longer ha 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 that's a good one right just kidding I was gonna say something else after it but now I'm just now I'm just delaying it and holding you hostage Just so I can act like um, you would be upset by what I said when nobody is. Nobody cares. Anyway, um, nobody cares about anything that anybody said ever. Yeah. Um, did you know about that? But anyway, what I what I mean to say is that um, I figured out that I was a sinner, and then basically what that means for me is that I'm saved now. I am saved, finally, from ever having to be, um, saved. Saved from ever not being a sinner. 
but it's like, um, I mean, I'm saved from that reality of never, uh, never growing into being somebody who also gets to be a sinner alongside being saved. Like get, now I get to do both of them. Whereas I was deprived of the sinning reality before. Uh, I am saved now. I am saved as a result of realizing that I'm a sinner. I know that this is like heavy, too heavy of things to even say or, or something, but you know, I like to have fun. I think it's fun to be heavier if you can. It's just not that easy. Like this isn't that easy. Um, to actually go for it because not everybody goes for it, but it's just like, well, whatever. Um, you know, it's like, I really just had nothing better to do. And it's just like, um, it's great that I get to benefit the community by doing this and, um, bringing my issues forward and, uh, but fuck, fuck all of that. Obviously, like, why don't I just do this on TikTok and stop, um, trying to annoy the internet or something. But, um, and maybe that's true, but I, I'm going to have another podcast coming out because I don't know how, I don't know when to quit. So I'm going to have another podcast and I've told you about it before. It's called not getting into a car accident and I'm going to drive around in my car and have guests and then I'll make this podcast. I don't know. I'll, I'll do it a little bit differently. Probably I'll, I'll make more uh, commentary videos. But it'll still be a podcast, and um, so things are just going so smoothly in my life, and um, as you know, you should be very jealous of my existence and my my podcasts, because um, they're just like, uh, it's just that I'm such a sinner, and now I know it, and now what does that mean, is that I don't no you're not i mean if you get to be a sinner then you you don't have to fall probably in to the same patterns and the same routines maybe um do you hear the sin in my voice now i get to now i now i have to develop a sinful persona but it's like that's that's what i was trying to do i was trying to prove to myself for years by sinning in reality to show it to myself so that i could finally see the light but i couldn't and now, now I'm saved. You're welcome. Um, you're welcome, society. I just like to contribute to society, and I like to contribute to the community, said the person who goes home and watches Netflix 24 hours a day and never talks to their neighbors. <laughs> Probably. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm that much better, but I, but that's like, uh, like I, I'm tired of, I'm tired of the, I'm tired of excusing or, or like looking, trying to apologize or, um, make up for thing. Like I have to say when I'm not allowed to speak on it, if you, if you just like, uh, as a person or, uh, or anything like that, if you just allow yourself to. Now I forget what I was going to say. Do you like that? We're always we're always uh keeping them on edge here. Because um who needs to remember what they had to say? I just kind of enjoy I just enjoy that. I like the inconsistency. So maybe that's why I prevent myself from remembering things on purpose sometimes. And so then like when I go on stage, I like have this problem of purposefully preventing myself from remembering things. Has anybody else had this problem? Because sorry that I'm letting you know that I do have this problem, but I do. And where I'm like, you know, what would be funny for you is if you not if is if my if is if I shut your brain off. That's what I think to myself. Just like, you know what would make the situation really hilarious? Is if you forgot all of your words. That's what I like to think sometimes. And like, uh, I do that on stage. Just like, it's, it's a weird thing that it's like difficult for me to stop myself from trying to forget it. But you know, like I make mistakes like that, I guess. I guess that I'm not always that good 
at that where I remember words and um that's just it's terrible that I have to admit that to you I am go I'm going on Dr. Phil show I called in I'm like I have this problem um where I can't quite remember all my words and like um it's something that I'm starting to admit to f to friends and family and like I and I just really want to get get it all out there on your show doctor that's what I said to him, and he said, All right, howdy. It's time for me to wrestle me up one. <laughs> That's him. That's Dr. Phil. He's going to get some more money and some ratings off of my sad-ass story. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to do at. <laughs> Not really sure. Yeah, like I just I just miss the Donald Trump like you could be loopier and um just like everything it's just not really it's like the, the real problem that I'm bringing to you when I say that is like uh don't act like the best days are behind you and this is this that brings me to my main point which is that you fall into uh, if you fall into the same patterns, then look, I'm doing it again. I'm holding you hostage. Same patterns and the same routines. Sorry, I'm just being like remarkably inconsistent today. I apologize for that, but but in a way, you were being consistent. Is what I told myself. Um, I'm just saying that you, uh, if you say that the best days are behind you, then that kind of sucks. You should really aim to say that the best days are happening right now, if you can. And then that way you can be excited about whatever's happening. Like, it's like, and it's not, it's not easy to say that. It's not easy to say that the present that's happening now is the best time of your life and like it's kind of like having a story i guess prevent you or like wanting to identify yourself with certain things from the past would prevent you from realize from being right in the moment but it's like depending on how much you live in the past or identify yourself with what happened before, but it's like that's what's gonna weigh you down and make you guilty and make you live like you're in the past more, or say that the best days are behind you, or just kind of like make you uh, make you older or something, less enthusiastic. That's what that's what's gonna give you less energy, probably maybe. Um, you know, like one of those romantic comedies, definitely, probably, actually, love indefinitely love indiscriminately love lovely that's one of my favorite movies have you seen actually lovely <laughs> have you seen actually lovely love <laughs> sorry i don't want to laugh i don't want to look like i'm having a good time that would be fucking ridiculous I don't want to look like I'm having a good time here. I have to suffocate my laughter for the masses before the masses know that my laughter is being unsuffocated. I have to suffocate it before that happens. The masses are going to determine that my laughter will, was, will have gone out of me unsuffocated. And then I would, and then at that point, it, it might have to be that I explain to them that I couldn't suffocate it in time. Don't fall into the same patterns. It's kind of like falling into the same patterns to live in the past, like wanting it to be the wanting it to be the thing. But it's just that there's so much potential to do anything conspiracy now that there just there's just as much room for it to do that. And um, it doesn't matter what anybody's saying about it or what it looks like. There's just as much conspiracy. It's just that there's times when the conspiracy gets to bo boil out from under the surface. There's like, 
like a passageway opens up or like the planets align and then the freedom for conspiracy like demons come out of the earth or something and they're given they're given dominion for a period of time like uh like oh the conspiracy reigns and then it's like goes in all the earth and then we're like but it's like conspiracy is just covering the truth in a lot of cases in my opinion it's just talking about the truth it's just like the really deep levels of truth that everybody gets to hide from their imagination most of the time except for when things get real dire and then you actually have to face all that bullshit that you're not facing and conspiracy just deals with like the many levels of analyzing that and creating analogies for those for things that are like actually happening physically like conspiracies because they don't know specifically like they are, it's up to speculation and investigation what conspiracy what conspiracies are about uh they don't have all of the facts and so what what it gets translated through as are like analogies and metaphors or it's like a story or a movie or something um and then so there's just like different levels and based on maybe the popularity of a conspiracy theory is going to tell you how much truth there is at the heart of it or like more more like the length of time it's kind of like evaluating pop stars or something because the different pop stars the stars fade at different rates obviously and some of them are like the biggest like the different amplifications like um like Lady Gaga's really uh, is like a Michael Jackson length career or something, but kind of at an accelerated rate. But it's like she only made one or two. She only made like one album, but it's like Michael Jackson was like that. He made basically well, he made two. It was his second album. Lady Gaga made one album and boom. But it's kind of like that's just the nature of like things happen faster by the time Lady Gaga's making music, and. Um, I, I don't know, like, they we evaluated her to be a star, like, immediately. That's what I'm saying. But it's, like, over time, I think that that's how pop music became. Um, it's like we started to give people credit just for making a hit song. Or, um, I mean, it's always, it's always been that way. But, like, um, I, I won't get into the specifics of what I'm trying to figure out because too much, too much to think about. Um, way, way too much to think about. So it's kind of like, I know now. What does that give me freedom to do? Ha ha, sin. I'm going to have sex with sin and we're going to fuck. Yeah, sin and I, that's how much of a sinner I'm going to be now because of sin. And um, we're going to have children. They're going to be half me, half sin. It's going to be um, so sinful and salacious. It's going to be Sacagawean. We're going to harness the spirit of Sacagawea, me and Sin. We're going to do fucking crazy shit. We're going we're gonna to lick each other's ear holes. Sorry. That went too far. Like I'm, I've been trying to keep it full house and PG for a while, but it's just, it's just, like, it's just like all that shit, it can't be like... Um, kept under wraps forever and um, me and Sin are going to lick each other's ear holes and like have dirty rampant sex that's how sinful I am um, I'm exaggerating please don't hold me to that but hold me to it but don't but do I don't know do I want to be real or fake right I mean it's just like always a conundrum but like um, I, I, it's difficult for me to, um, it's difficult, it's difficult for me to stand before you and with my countrymen on my sides, bring forth to you this reckoning here forth by which I have brought to you from other people's words, but not with their mouths. I am a free man. I have never been more free. I, um, I'm very brave and I'm very free and flowy and stupid. Um, and, uh, I, I'm a sinner, I guess. It doesn't really mean that you're that great. It just kind of means that you make mistakes. That's what I mean. I'm just exaggerating. Let me try to tell you what I actually mean. 
I think that it means that I I'm a sinner. What it means to me is that I actually uh, sin. I'm a sinner just as much as anyone, and that's that's true. I do sin. I do make a lot of mistakes. I do present ugly situations. And it's kind of like yelling. I want to get angry at the dog to prove to myself that I'm a mean person or that I'm a bad person. And that's what is also true is that I'm, I am a bad person. It's just like it doesn't happen all the time. It's being a sinner doesn't happen all the time. Being I'm not a bad person all the time, but I am a bad person. The same way other people are bad people. But it's like bad is actually pretty. Being evil momentarily isn't that isn't that difficult. That happens pretty routinely. It's pretty easy to be bad or be evil in a moment. It's not what I'm saying though. I'm saying I'm bad all the time. I don't know. It's just that like, what if half the people on the in the world were bad and half half the people were good? Like half the people present positivity or half the people present negativity. But it might just be like an inward-outward thing. Like if you present a lot of negativity, like inwardly you're positive. Or, and then there's a reverse of that where it's like, then you have the people that are inwardly positive, but then they present negativity. I don't know. And it might be like more, I don't know what's more superficial. Am I not coming through clearly enough for you? Sorry. It's an exaggeration. But um, thanks for thanks for that. Um, that's a pretty fucked up way to end that. I don't know. And uh, I'll I'll make some more make some more material in the future. Now, goodbye. Talk to you all later.